Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, hey, everybody, it's Dave here, Darren over there. We're your two old bloggers. Sorry, I'm running just a few minutes late today. It just happens to happen every once in a while. But have we got a show for you? We've got three themes as usual. First one, we're going to be talking about the front office. Quasi Adolfo consolidated, hired some new people, and there's some interesting factoids to come out of that. I was looking for some more analytic types and he did get one yes he did but i was also there's some other stuff that comes out of that too which is very very interesting in our second theme we are looking at gambling in the nfl why because there's been a bunch of it and a bunch of players have been suspended knock on wood the vikings aren't one of them so we're going to talk about that a little bit and then the third and final theme we're going to look at the Rookie spotlight, this time our number one pick, Mr. Jordan Addison. All next on Two Old Blockers. Vikings First and Skull presents This Week in Vikings Land with Darren and Dave, your two old bloggers. Hey, everybody, it's me here, Darren over there, and we're back after Darren's missing last week and I greatly appreciate all the feedback I got from last week's show. Everybody seemed to love it and I had a blast doing it. We are your two old bloggers. We've been commenting publicly on the Minnesota Vikings for over two decades apiece publicly. That's why I put old in there. Normally at this time in the show we'd be rolling into theme one but for the audio listeners we had to ditch it because Darren had a problem with his audio and there was severe echo. We are rolling into theme two where it is fixed. Hope you enjoy the show. Let's move on to theme two. Gambling in football. Yes, well, uh, this week, Dave, we... Uh I wanted to bring this up because, of course, this week the NFL brought the hammer down on four players, um, most notably Isaiah Rogers, who's a pretty significant uh, player in the secondary for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, and, uh, and three of them have been suspended indefinitely, which is, means probably the entire season. Um, and previous to that, uh, of course, the, the NFL had suspended four Detroit Lions players, and and one Washington Commanders player and the the um, the Detroit the most notable player of the with the Detroit Lions is of course Jamison Williams who's been suspended for six games for uh, violations of the NFL gambling policy and uh, he was a guy that uh, a first form you know first round pick in 2022 and actually a guy that I was hoping the Vikings would <laughs> draft and instead they traded out of there and ended up getting Lewis Seen but. Uh, you know, as, as I'm sweating here from my tennis match, <laughs> previously, sorry, that's another thing I got to, hopefully it's, it doesn't bother too many people, but um, 
you know, I wanted to bring this up, Dave, because I, I, fortunately, no Vikings have fallen uh, have fallen afoul of the NFL's gambling policy. Knock on wood, like you say, uh-huh. um, and, and and yet even though there's been numerous players in the past year or so that have, have been suspended due to violations of the NFL gambling policy. And really the, uh, I'm, I, I don't know what it's, you know, the NFL, the NFL is a violent sport, Dave. We talk about it all the time. You know, it's so easy to, for players to miss games because of an injuries, which are not a lot of times are preventable. They're kind of, they, they happen during the game. Sometimes they're, they're they can be fluky. Like fluky. Yeah. There's, it's hard to, you can do all you can with, with preparing guys and, and, and all of that and getting them the right equipment and the right treatment. But sometimes it just can't prevent guys from playing in a violent sport and getting hurt and missing games. So a lot of that isn't preventable, but when you miss a game because you, you did something, uh, you know, that was uh, out of bounds with a gambling policy by gambling to the NFL's gambling policy. That is preventable. And it's all about education and messaging that the teams give and the NFL gives. And, you know, the, I, I just kind of wonder that, uh, you know, my worry is that, or not my worry, but I feel that, you know, the NFL recognize, I don't know what it's like in the, in the U.S. right now, Dave, maybe you can, fill me in and some of our listeners can, but I know in Canada, the online stuff is like when I watch a, a sports right now, basketball on the Canadian uh, stations that run it, the, the, the NHL Stanley cup playoffs, man, like they online betting stuff, like the promotion of it is off the charts all over the place. Like it is in your face. Every commercial break, they're, they're advertising sports books, bet on this, bet on that. And, and during the actual telecast in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, I found it quite, it was a little bit like disturbing to me. Like it's baked into the, into the, into the period uh, intermissions. Like you've got betting lines going across the ticker. You've got, uh, the studio hosts going to a guy who's talking about, you know, betting in the game, blah, 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 blah. Bet on who's going to score next. Who's going to do this. Here's the odds. Do it responsibly, but it's bet, bet, <laughs> bet, bet, bet. And, uh, and it's just all over the place. And that stuff that st- stays in your face, it's in your face all the time. That marketing, that's got to have an impact that, that, that constant barrage of bet on, you know, bet on this, bet online, go to the sports book, bet on this, bet on that. And it's, it seeps in. I know lots of people who are younger than me that are, you know, that they're, they're the online age. They bet all the time with these online apps. And you really? got to know that you got to know that these football players with a lot of cash on their hands are going to be susceptible to the same things. And so I just feel that I'm hoping that, you know, the NFL has all rookies have a mandatory session where they learn about the betting, the do's and the don'ts that's done. And the NFL is actually now because of this recent announcement, they're bringing in officials that are going to go to each team, talk about the gambling policy and the pro- proliferation of the online betting and talk to them player, each team about the do's and don'ts. But I don't think that that's enough uh, for, you know, if I'm the Vikings I'm in at Egan. I'm making this in their face. Like every time they go to the cafeteria, there's like a poster or there's a decal on there talking about, do you know the NFL's gambling policy? Do you, you know, you know, bet, yeah, yeah. don't or, be these guys. Yeah. Right? Don't be these guys. Like, you know, talk, you know, you know, reach out. We've got somebody who's an expert on betting on our team, you know, in our front office and our staff, talk to them about this. If you got questions, because it, I don't think, even, you know, some of the things like that, that the gambling policy goes, like you can't even uh, be in a fantasy football. <laughs> you can't, you know, that's part of the, the gambling thing. I think if, it, if there's money involved, you can't yeah, be yeah, in fantasy football. It's got to be money involved. And- yeah. And you can't, I think a lot of players probably weren't aware that they, they, they bet on not football matters, but they did it at the team facility and that's where they got into trouble. <laughs> Or they got, you can't have family members, members betting for you. Those sorts of things. Like this has to be drilled into Kevin O'Connell, Kwesi Dofamensa. I hope that they, they recognize that we've got to drill this into the, everybody, make it second nature that betting 
you know, I know what the do's and don'ts are because you don't want Christian Derrissaw or Justin Jefferson or Kirk Cousins. Well, Kirk Cousins would never do it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you don't want a key Viking and actually any Viking becoming the next Calvin Ridley who's lost your team for right. a year or, over some stupid betting thing that they should have known better and they could know better. But just, you know, this is serious. This is serious stuff. Now, we do get a lot of the the books, uh, commercials. DraftKings is one of them, for an example. There's there's dozens of them out there that, you know, say, hey, we'll give you $200 in free bet or $1,000 in free bet. You just got to do blah, 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 and come on and bet however you want. And it's on the radio shows. They sponsor quite a few and they can sponsor podcasts. If they want to sponsor podcasts, they can come sponsor us if they want. But Mm -hmm. in the U S we don't generally get the ticker of bet. Now, you know, during this game, what's the next play? Mike Florio pro football talk talks about that is the next step. As soon as the, they can make it so that with the, Wi-Fi inside stadiums and such that it's you're making a bet and hitting it before the delay in the TV, right? So because you got to remember, delay in the TV minimum on a live open air broadcast is five seconds. Generally, everybody else, right? If we're streaming, whereas I'm one or two plays behind, damn it, yes, you know, type shit, and. You can't bet. You real time betting has to be. They're working towards real time betting, but they aren't there yet in the states with that. Uh, Jonathan talked about Brazil. Some soccer players caught betting against themselves. First off, number one, if the NFL is courting these people, and they are a bunch, that's one of the things that's causing the uh, salary cap to go up. Is that? You, they're allowing sports betting, right? And they're sponsoring these guys, and they're getting tons of money to do that. So, but what they've got to do with the players and the personnel, it's not just players, it's also coaches, right? Detroit not only lost players, they lost a coach over it. And, you know, inside the facility, it's got to be, one, you're a pro football player, you work for a pro football team, you cannot bet whatsoever on pro football, period. Number one, boom. It's your sport. You're going to get busted anytime they think you have inside information. No, you cannot do it. It's off limits. You get caught doing it, you're suspended, right? The NFL. And the policy's been out there. It's Whether it's been drilled enough into teams and players, that may go on an individual team basis, and obviously Detroit, um, is one of the big ones, and so is Indianapolis. Hopefully, it was drilled in at Minnesota. Now, you can take that and you go, well, you can legally bet, but not on your sport because you're involved with it or any sport that you have inside knowledge of, right? And so they go, hmm, you know, what could that be? Yeah, that may be college football, you know, guy. We're going to get into Jordan Addison. He went to Pitt and USC. Maybe he knows a little something from his buddy still back at Pitt or USC, right? So he couldn't do that. That's a no-no. You can't do it on associated sports. So they might not take – you can't bet on college football because you're a football player. You might know those guys, right? Or the school you went in on, blah, blah, however they want to word it. And then they said, but you can bet, but you can't do it on – you know, within the facilities, that's, you can't do it. On, it's got to be on your time, not on ours, right? And if you're at the facilities, you're on our time. So, no, you know, military works a lot of that. There was, uh, when the internet went big, you couldn't post on Facebook or anything like that at the beginning because you're on a government computer. We're not going to allow it, right? Yeah. And, and But then they started to allow it, and then they said, you can't do this. You got to do that on your personal time versus duty time and blah, blah. And you can work out these rules and regulations and still have it work, but it's it's tough. It's it's real tough for these kids. They're suddenly got 
overflowing in money, right? And there's like, well, hey, I know. Hey, I like watching March Madness, and my team and my bracket is this, and I'm going to put a $1,000 down or however much. And they may think it's nothing. Well, that nothing quickly turns into a big deal. And then down here we get a lot of, you know, and if you have a problem with gambling, in Virginia, call this. In Maryland, call this. And, uh, you know, Utah, call this. And then Minnesota, call this. And then, and they just go through all the different states. And it's one of those, you know, fast lawyer, lawyer ease talking announcers that is just going 90 miles an hour. You know, and it's just like a simple thing would be to, hey, we've got you on the team. You belong to the Minnesota Vikings, right? You're free off to, off the clock to do what you want, but be reminded you still have responsibilities of being in this league, and they include not gambling on football, right, our sport. And not gambling on other sports that you may be connected to. And not gambling on our facilities. And not doing this and not doing that. And the simple way to stay out of trouble is don't gamble. And exactly. like, And we... You see this with impaired driving too, Dave, like uh, where the, the, the marketing campaigns, the people still do it mm-hmm. and it leads to terrible thing consequences but uh at, at least when you keep that constant thing it, it it becomes frowned upon people know they can't do it like the automatic i just don't think that right now with the gambling that players especially the rookies coming into the league that they that that is second nature to them and that they do know the, those things like like i can't bet at the team facility on basketball even though it's not football or you know right. i can't I can't bet. I can't be part of a pro a, a fantasy football league where there's money involved. Like those are some. It seems like the you know the the the, the policy seems pretty cut and dry. There's like six things that you can't do. You just let. I just you just got to make sure you're doing all you can as a pro football team with such important assets that need to be the most important ability is availability. <laughs> you right. can you can not not only you're protecting yourself, you're protecting the league, which is your payday. Yeah. That's where yes. they get the money in, right? If suddenly we have all sorts of scandals and then Congress comes down and they shut down stuff, the money tap is going to be constricted, right, as they try to kick this stuff out. So keep yes. it as clean as possible and don't get in trouble. And is it who was it? It was Dan on here. How about wait until you're out of the league? Yeah, that works fine. Once you're no longer belong to a team, do what you want. You're just a normal American citizen. Gamble however you wish. Do it smartly. Don't lose all your money, right? And so it's it's not a bad idea, but it's, you know, this is, we get into, you talked about Indy losing a lot of players, and we know Detroit lost a, quite a few, which doesn't go into the hype of Detroit, but anyways. Um, but Calvin Ridley's been the highest profile guy that's been snared in this thing. A lot, uh, and Jamison Williams and mm-hmm. Williams would be the other. But uh, yeah, I just, please, Vikings, do all you can to make this second nature that the kids, that the, the players that you've got in your room, on your team, understand the seriousness of this policy what you can do as far as betting, what you cannot do as far as betting, and where you can do it and where you can't do it. So just, again, just so one one little bet, and you could be suspended for six games. Uh, you could lose a Christian Darisaw because he made a stupid mistake uh, that you know might not even seem that serious and to that us. Could cost you part of the policy, season, the team season. Yeah, I, I, and it could cost you your career. I, it's it's not worth gambling to me. If, if on that, if you're a not, if you're a marginal player like Quentin Cephas from from the Detroit Lions, you get cut from the Lions because right. of what you did, and you might not never never get another job again. Jamison Williams gets a second chance, but the lower level guys probably do not. Right, they're they're now looking for a job over at Home Depot or wherever. Yeah, exactly. Or they're playing in the CFL or yeah. XFL. True. Now, I was asked, what am I sipping? 
And uh, today, why? Because Darren says he likes port. I bought a bottle of Texas bourbon that is finished in a tawny port cask. It aged four years in the bourbon cask. And there was, uh, then again, how much longer in the tawny port? It was a year or two in the tawny port cask. See how dark it is? That is uh, coming out from that second aging in the Texas funk. It's got a bit of the Texas funk, which I love, but it very much has notes of plum, grape from the port, sweetness. It's got some brown sugar and maple syrup, and it's got smoke in it, like a campfire smoke versus a peaty smoke for like in a scotch. It is it's quite delicious, I must admit, but that is what I'm sipping today. Looks good, Dave. Mm-hmm. Now, let's move on to theme three. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jordan Addison. Here we are, July 2nd, and we've finally gotten to the last Vikings draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, it's been a long journey, Dave. Uh, uh, but yeah, we all, uh, for since the draft start, ended, we've uh, did a little bit of a, I've done a little bit of a uh, assessment of each Vikings draft pick. And uh, we're finally at the last one. We started with, <clears throat> we started from, the bottom rung guys, Dwayne McBride, and moved our way up towards Jordan Addison. And uh, and as everybody knows, 23rd, 23rd overall pick in the first round. Uh, Vikings went offense in the first round at 23, even though there were some good corners still available mm-hmm. at that time. Joey Porter Jr., Deontay Banks was still available. and uh, But the Vikings went offense with Jordan Addison instead of going cornerback, which I thought that they might do. Um I'm fine with the pick. Um, I think look, looking at the pick now, I feel that it was a, you know, it was a good pick, a safe pick, but a pick also an excellent pick. And I say safe, not in a bad way, uh, because if you look at Jordan Addison, played three years of college, very productive as a freshman, 60 catches at Pitt. His second year at Pitt, huge breakout season, 100 catches, over 1,500 yards, 17 TDs, Blitnikov award winner, then he transfers to USC, probably because Kenny Pickett is gone, and he wants to play with Caleb Williams at USC. He goes over to USC, and last year he had uh, 59 catches, 875 yards, and seven TDs. So every year that Jordan Addison has been at college football playing at the highest level of college football, he has been productive. So when I say a safe pick, I mean, there's no projections you're doing here with Jordan Addison. This is not a one-year wonder like Quentin Johnson who had one good year, and then you're wondering how it's all going to translate when he goes to the pros. Jordan Addison has been very productive, uh, hugely productive in his second year, but he's been a very productive wide receiver all three years he played college football. And so I think that you can – you got the tape. You can be confident, I think Quasi Adolfo was, you're going to be confident that Jordan Addison is going to be a very productive NFL player. Will he be a super-duper-duper star? We don't know. But I think I'm confident that he's going to be a productive, good player at the NFL level. Uh, And so I like the pick uh, because the Vikings had a need there. Adam Thielen is not here anymore. 
we needed at least a number three wide receiver. And I think Jordan Addison can fill that. Uh, when you look at his college and the things that he did well, um, when I was looking at the games that some of the games that I watched, the one thing that stood out to me is that, okay, um, he's not a huge four, three guy, but he's still pretty fast. But what I found was that like, he's got this, I don't know how to call it, Dave, maybe this isn't the right football term, but he's got kind of rapid fire feet to create opening. Like his feet can just go bing, 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 bing. And then he's by a guy, no matter whether they're press, he can just use his feet. He's got that quick twitch stuff and he can create separation with the quick feet, just booming and just bing, 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 bing. And he's gone and he's got, he's on, he's got the DB done at the line of scrimmage, even if they're playing press. Now, Next time you need to watch. Yes, he does have that. I'm, I'm don't disagree one little bit. But where he's going to win for the Vikings, and this is what fans need to be aware of. When a receiver, all right, you're talking about getting off the line, right? Yeah. And he gets to he gets to his mark. His mark may be five yards, it may be eight yards, it may be ten yards, twelve yards deep. And that's where he's going to make his cut depending on whatever read he has, right? It may be cut outside to the flag, cut inside to the post, square out, you know, button curl back in, whatever whatever's the play calls for and the, his read calls for, that's where he's going to make it. Now, what he is extremely, extremely, extremely good at that most wide receivers are not is the fact that when he comes in, he's coming in at full speed, which most wide receivers do, right? Unless they're adjusting their speed and holding back and running at 80% or whatever. But watch them. When they come into the break, they take a few shorter steps and they come down and they get ready to break. Now, some good receivers will use that to juke. They may put a, a foot out to do this to turn the defender's hips to get him to turn, hey, I'm going this way. That's fine. But they usually take five to seven steps in and out of that break to do that. If you count those steps, it's usually five to seven steps. He can do it in three. Mm -hmm. And it's smooth. And you don't see that. It doesn't give the defender time to react. Right? He may step and go this way and the and the defender goes, oh, shit, now i got to go this way, right, and turns his hips that way, and he's already by him. Why? Yeah. Because he took less steps to get there, and he's back at full speed, and he's blown by him. That's what we're going to see from Addison. It's not that he's got 4-2 or 4-3 speed. That would be nice. But he's beating everybody on the cut, and when you can do that, and then suddenly on that cut, you've got spacing of a few yards, whereas an over receiver doesn't. He's trying to build it up. He's trying to build back up to speed because, trust me, if you try to go 10 yards and immediately turn around, your momentum takes you. You've got to stop that momentum. It takes a bit. And you've got to be able to do that. He does it so effortlessly that... The defenders who are doing the same thing, right? They may be backpedaling instead of running forward, but they're suddenly got to stop and 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 push off and go the other direction. It gives him the advantage, and I think we're going to like seeing that this season and coming up in a hopefully many more seasons. Dave, thanks for that. Because excellent point. I um, the the rapid fire feat that I found was that I found that he found even when again when he's a smaller guy, so you're you know automatically hey let's press let's let's get some hands on him, but you can't get hands on him because he's just bing 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 and he's gone by you like like uh, I just found that so he's so effective at that. I, you know, but the, the whole thing about less steps to change direction, that's huge too. Like he can get those DBs turning their hips and, but they cannot recover quickly enough right. to go where he's going uh, and where the ball's going. And he's really impressive doing that and just so smooth doing it. Uh, and also very versatile. 
He played slot. He played wide. He did them he equally play well. all the receiver positions. Yeah. Yeah. Played all of all the receivers, ran all the routes. He knows Excellent. all the routes. He's not like a raw route runner. Uh, he can run all the routes. He's done it for three years in college. And, you know, the, the Vikings, another, uh, like he's, even though he's not a big guy, uh, but he's got, he's like really, really, he just very slippery with the ball in his hands. Like he'll get the ball. Like you think that a guy's got an angle on, or you think they got a good shot. They don't get a good shot on him. He somehow finds a way with, again, with that quick change of direction, Mm -hmm. he can get that extra two or three yards. He's not going to break tackles, but but he doesn't have to because they don't get a good arm or two arms on him because he's got that ability to slip by them, change change directions without slowing down. Real yeah. quick, mm-hmm. on a dime, and they and that became became really important um, on bubble screens, wide receiver screens. He's run and has a ton of experience at that at Pitt and at USC. They used him a lot on that. He does it very well. We know last year the Vikings' wide receiver screen game was terrible. Uh, I don't know why, but they just did not do it very well. And with the LA Rams that Kevin O'Connell came from, that was one of the staples of their offense. You know, in Cooper cup, Robert Woods, they got him wide receiver screens, get eight yards. No problem. We had a big problems doing that. I'm think, I think Jordan Addison is going to really improve the wide receiver screen game for the Vikings because he does it well. He did it well three years of college. He knows how to do it. And Kevin O'Connell is going to find a way to get him the ball in those ways. Um, we talked about route running. The other thing that like Addison, you'll hear them talk about it a lot. was like a big strength of him. Part of what you're talking about at the change of direction, but he just really good at manipulating defensive backs and mm-hmm. like a little turn of the head, you know, right. A makes them think they're going this way. a little, way. a little move of the shoulder, uh, you know, a little stop and go, and just he gets the defensive backs thinking they they see a tell they think ah oh, this is the route that he's running no Jordan Addison is fit, has fooled them and he runs another route and gets by them that way he's just a master at that sort of thing and um, so there's a lot a lot of great things with him and his football IQ is very good too I think like he recognizes you know. <clears throat> Where are the safeties are? Where are the where's the defense lined up? Is there deep safety help? Is there not? Is it zone? Is it man? He can recognize that and he adjusts his roots accordingly. And again, that's very important. You're not gonna so you're not Keenan McCardell is not gonna get a wide receiver here who doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> like who can only run who can only one run one route, a go route or you know, a deep post. Jordan Addison can run them all. And he knows coverages. And I think that, you know, he's he's just a perfect guy with Justin Jefferson ahead of him, with K.J. Osborne ahead of him. Like, he's a perfect guy to come in there and compliment those two. And no mm-hmm. pressure on him at all. Uh, but, you know, those are the pros with him. I think, you know, the cons, the big con, everybody's going to say it, and you have to bring it up, is that he measured at the combine. He's under six feet, and he wasn't even 180 pounds. Um but hey, he's always been that size. I don't think he's going to get a whole lot bigger. But he's been productive for three years right. and at the highest of the college football. And he can put on twenty pounds of good weight and still be fine. I love that Doctor Perter says there's a difference between fast and speedy, and you are a hundred percent correct, Doctor. And you talked about Moss being a prime example. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. And uh, in the Zone Podcast, welcome to the show. Saw you. Plus, earlier, acknowledging you say J.A. is going to be a nice with J.J. and Naylor. Now, it's going to be interesting to see. We're going to have a battle for the wide receiver three position, without a doubt, and the two for that matter, because most likely K.J. Osborne is going to start out at the two, and J.A. We'll see from there. Addison is going to have to overtake him, and we're going to see from there. And we know that Naylor's had a good OTA so far, and you got to give that with a grain of salt because they are in shorts and pat or shorts, and that's it. I mean, I think they do wear shells, but that's it. Once we get into the end of the month, and we're in July, yes, 
which means we have a training camp it's towards the end of the month. Once we get there, we're going to see stuff start to take place, and we're going to start to get a look at these folks in earnest, what they're doing, and how they are going against guys in pads at the NFL level, and it should be good to have. And Dr. Burr says the four, really, it's a nice problem to have. Yes, I agree. I think we have, I like the depth that we have right now in the wide receiver room. I think it's a good thing and good for developing. Most, they're all young. Yes. The, and as far as what role Jordan Addison is going to have in 2023, Dave, I think it's going to be, well, he's a first round pick. Duh. Like I, I do. <laughs> so I, I think it's going to be, he's going to be a, have a significant role in the Vikings offense. He's at least going to be your number three guy. Mm-hmm. And I'll be, very disappointed actually if he isn't doesn't overtake KJ Osborne as your number two sometime early midway through the season. season. Um, because you know he's I like KJ Osborne. I, I like what he's done the past two years and 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 all of that. But Jordan Addison to me, just looking at him is just a better athlete uh, than Who KJ Osborne. Who would you compare him to? And I've seen him compared to Three three players even compared to is Devontae Smith, Tyler Lockett, and then I and then uh, Calvin Ridley. I've seen him compared okay. to all three of those guys. And Dave, I think you asked me offline, can Jordan Addison get a thousand yards in his rookie season? I think that's gonna be tough for him because we got Justin Jefferson. The Vikings are looking at maybe at running the ball a little bit more than they did last year. So they if Things go the way they Kevin O'Connell wants to. They won't have to throw quite as much as they did last year. Uh, we'll see 60, about that. 40, we'll, roughly. Yeah, last we'll see year, about that. But you got Justin Jefferson, who's still going to get a ton of balls thrown his way, as well he should. You got TJ Hawkinson, who's going to get a ton mm-hmm. of balls thrown his way. And then KJ Osborne is still an effective wide receiver, and he's probably going to get a ton. So I, I think it's going to be tough. That's yeah, the big thing. I think it's going to be tough for Jordan to get a thousand yards, but if like Tyler Lockett, Devontae Smith and Calvin Ridley, they didn't get a thousand yards their rookie seasons either. But if you look, they were still highly effective as rookies. Um, well, well over 50 catches every uh, six, over 60 catches, each and one of them. And if they, and if Jordan Addison turns out to be as good as those three dudes, I am going to be very happy with this selection and i think all viking fans will uh and, and yeah so he's going to have a significant impact this year for the vikings uh, i'll be very disappointed if he does not and actually a bit worried if he does not but i don't see that i i think as as far as a no-brainer guy that you can plug and play and be a productive player jordan addison is that kind of guy i i think you're right 100 percent. i look forward to seeing him especially in training camp in the preseason i want to see this guy play i say he's been injured since rookie mini camp they say it's minor and they've been safe and what i'm hearing it's a hammy so hopefully get that hammy healed 100 percent and hit the ground running i look forward to seeing him in purple and what he can do i think there's uh, raven says too many balls to go around raymond even if, and I was just thinking this, you know, last year were 60-40. Even if they increased the run game, which I don't know if they're going to increase the run game more than make it more efficient, use it wisely in places where it needs to be used versus how they did it last year. But even if they do increase the run game, if you increase the pass production, you still get more. These guys can get bigger numbers. Do I think they're going to increase the pass game or get bigger numbers? I don't think they're going to go above like 60%, but do I think they can get bigger numbers? Yes, I do. I think the Kevin O'Connell's matching of efficiency, both in the run game, say, instead of starting, you know, first and 10 and then going second and 11, which happened last year, we go first and 10, second and six, then the whole playbook's wide open. I expect then to see, hey, JJ's getting his. I'd love to see JJ get 2,000, right? Let's start adding this. JJ with 2,000. 
uh, we know TJ is going to get his. Is he going to get 750 to 1,000? I can see that easily, right? So if we say 1,000, that's 3,000 right there. Well, if you say KJ and um, Addison here both combine for 1,500-ish total, that's 4,500 yards right there. That doesn't include the occasional screen to CJ Ham or, you know, the occasional long ball to Jalen Naylor. And it could be. Who might not make the team? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm betting he is. But I could see. Now, this is me. This is Dave. You know how everybody who watches me for a long time knows how I feel about our wonderful quarterback, Kirk Cousins. I can see Kirk Cousins going over five grand this year on yardage if they are as efficient as Kevin O'Connell wants them to be and score as many points as they need to, right? Hey, I want the defense to, I want the Flores defense to step up and get absolutely crazy. Dr. Pro is talking about he'd be okay with 4,500, but I could see. Kirk Cousins in a contract year, right? Being motivated. JJ ready to rock and roll and prove his contract extension and everybody else. And that they go off. Now we got a tough schedule, but I can see it. It could happen. It's it's happened before. We've had, you know, teams and players that have done that. So why not? The NFC is relatively weak. Now, granted, we have a strong schedule because we play first place teams but hey it could happen this could be our year right said the guy that has been following this team and reporting on this team for over 20 freaking years (laughs) and knows the history of the 60 since 1961 this could be it hey now's the time for hope um, Dave, with with Jordan Addison, I actually like. I'm hoping that he's the guy that can prevent Justin Jefferson from having to catch mm-hmm. 150, 150 balls and go for over 2,000 yards. Uh, because we saw last year a few times when when teams had good enough cornerbacks to uh, and made a concerted effort to try to get physical with him and shut him down. Green Bay, in particular. That and the fit and the Eagles that they were able to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, so those days when Justin Jefferson isn't quite dominating, but that's what the Eagles had last year. They get they got Brown, but then you had Devonte Smith. You can't clamp down on both, <laughs> right? So like that's what I want Jordan Addison to be is to be the one B one B to the one A Justin Jefferson and to take a little bit of the heat off him to having to to make this offense move and make all the game changing plays is particularly with Dalvin cook gone. Now um, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. It might not happen this year, but year two, year three, that's what I'm looking for from Jordan Addison. Well, beyond a new quarterback, I'm rooting, believe it or not, Mary can attest to this. I'm rooting for Kirk cousins this year. I want him to have his best season yet. Oh, well, if he has his best season yet, our offense is going to be humming like you won't believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think Jordan Addison could be part of that. So if He's got to be. Able, Giatano Amato is talking about if J.J. is able to go for 2,000, that means Addison is a, is a factor defenses have to contend with. Yes, exactly, right? Because right now we know going into the season everybody's going to do too high on Justin Jefferson. That's the way to do it. You put two or three guys on him, and you try to shut him down. We're going to see more of that this season because it was successful next season, or last season. The way to beat that is to suddenly have Jordan Addison wide open, Kirk Cousins going that way, K.J. Osborne wide open, Kirk Cousins going that way, and, of course, the big man, T.J. Hawkinson, wide open, and Kirk Cousins going, there's my mattress, boom, right, and going that way. That's why I think this could be a special season, even though we play 
the number one teams. Even though we play the Eagles, right? Week two, that's going to be a biggie. You know, I still think we can do that. And me, yes, I'm forever the optimist, but I have realistic tendencies in me. And I get down every once in a while. But I do believe this year could be it, especially if the defense comes together. That'll that'll be a big part of it. But I think this offense could be special. I agree, Dave. Um, I, I I'm not even I'm not even worried about Dalvin Cook being gone. Yeah, like the home run threat's not going to be as much, uh, or you know, at least that's what we're thinking. But if if we can get four or five yards every time we run the ball <laughs> instead of minus, yeah. minus two, minus two, minus one, three, and then 16. 20, 20 yeah. carries later, we get like a 20 yarder. Yeah. Uh, I'd like a little bit more consistency out of that, but remains to be seen, but the, the Vikings had the pieces on offense to be a Brad Childress kick-ass offense. No doubt about it. <laughs> but we're not playing that style of offense, but yes, we are. could be. <laughs> hey, I want to thank everybody that's joined us today. It's been great to see you all there. And as people have been telling saying, like, subscribe, ring the bell, all that stuff, it does matter. It really does. It does help with the algorithm and gets us out to other people. And, you know, we're just one of the Vikings first and skull shows. Tomorrow you will have you well, no, you may not, because Tyler said he may take Monday off. You may or may not have a show Monday, or I may call on a special guest, and we may talk. Who knows what happens on Monday? For those that are still around, it's the holiday weekend. Yesterday was Canada Day. Tuesday is the 4th of July, Independence Day for the United States. And as always, we want you to stay safe, whatever you're doing. We don't want you coming back at the end of the week going, Dave, I can't type comments because I blew off my fingers. No, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Jason, Jason, Pierre, Paul. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, but that's what it is. Guys, you've been great in the comments today. And Yogi. Sorry about yesterday. I saw it briefly, but you know how jacked up Twitter has been. That's a whole different story. Um, any last words, everybody? We're into July, Dave. So, what three weeks time? It's going to be start of Vikings training camp, and and that's when we're going to start. So we might have a couple of lean weeks here where we don't. Not a whole we'll lot's happening. Some. Uh, but the Vikings but, uh, are content we'll, generators. Yeah, that's true. But uh, but looking forward to training camp because there's certain players. Jalen Naylor was mentioned earlier by mm-hmm. a couple of viewers, and uh, looking to like yeah in in like shorts and and a helmet. He was looking great. But I just remember last year the last two games where he showed some stuff against Green Bay and Chicago, and just looking for him to build on that because. Depth, depth, depth. The Vikings don't have a lot of depth. And the wide receiver with Adam Jordan Addison, you already got KJ Osborne and Justin Jefferson. But if Jalen Naylor and Jordan Addison can be like quality guys, mm-hmm. uh, that, get, that gives you four. Like that gives you a really good wide receiver room. And you don't have to worry about depth. If one guy goes down, you got somebody who can come in and be productive. So, And Ace adds their little bit of spice to the stew. And it yeah. makes for a great mix. I think it's absolutely wonderful. But yeah, be looking forward to seeing like Ivan Pace. What's he going to do? Like just you know the Ballyhooed undrafted rookie free agent, the linebacker, and our linebacker uh, depth is not that strong. So lots of guys in training camp going to be watching for the rookies, the undrafted free agents, the guys who are in reserves who are that we're hoping will take a step up, like Andrew Boot Jr. And that sort of thing. What's going to happen with the cornerbacks? All kinds of stuff. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Grandizer, yes. It would be nice to have a game that we don't have to worry about blood pressure meds or, well, I was about to say over drink, but I like doing that anyways. Um, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. 
It blowout nice post game, blown Dave's going to be drinking. <laughs> By the first half, it would be nice. It would. Hey, folks, speaking of drinking, I want you to stay safe. Enjoy whatever beverage you're enjoying because there's a bunch of great ones out there. Enjoy your friends and family more. It's a special weekend, whether it's Canada Day yesterday or our Independence Day on the 4th. We both celebrate that. It's a good time to get out, get some vitamin D, get out in the sun, go fishing, go golfing, do whatever you know turns your crank and gets you excited. And have a good time. Spend it with people you love and just absolutely like being around, like me with Darren. I know that's weird, but I like him. He's a good co-host. <laughs> but it's it's that time of year and enjoy. But be safe. Don't be stupid. Like we had in the military, we had safety briefings, especially on big holiday weekends. And the big deal was it boils down to don't be stupid. And But be safe. Do things smart. And we look forward to seeing you soon again. What do we say there, buddy? We say Skull Vikings, baby. Skull Vikings. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And rate us on your favorite podcast aggregator. Darren and Dave, thank you for watching this episode of Two Old Bloggers. We look forward to seeing you on every show on the new Vikings First and Skull. You can find our podcast as part of the Fans First Sports Network. Sports takes for the fan, from the fan. Skull, everybody! Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Thanks for listening.